Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity, and I have a fabulous guest today. Rob Potter is here, and welcome back to High Road to Humanity, Rob. Thank you so much, Nancy. It's a pleasure to be with you and your guests today. We have some amazing, wonderful things to share, a lot of good things happening in the world today behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, a lot of confusion, and that's standard, but um, frequencies on the planet are changing, and we're moving forward. Yes. A lot of good things are going to be revealed very soon. Everyone says when, when, when. And I say, look in the mirror and ask yourself when. That's true, because we all need to grow within in order to raise the vibration. And that's where it's at. That's really where it's at. Let me give you a little information if you don't know who Rob is. He says, my entire life has been filled with a calling and a longing. These longings and search for love and truth have been a blessing and a curse. I have always wanted to know who am I? Where did we come from? What is our purpose here? Why is there so much suffering and discord and anxiety on our planet? And why is the world so distorted and fractured and so caught up in wars, pollution, ignorance, superstition, and fear? And this is what started your journey. And you, this is what started your journey here. And are you losing me? You, You froze a little bit. I didn't hear it, but I'm okay. Okay, I'm sorry about that. You know, it's really hot here in New Mexico, and I don't know if the temperature is affecting my internet. I had a little issue this morning, but um, I'm really glad you're here, and I'm really glad that you went on this quest. When did you start, you know, um, like, honestly, I don't want you to go through your whole thing, because I know we've done shows before, and you guys can look them up on my channel here, and you can check them out. But you've been doing this for quite a few years, haven't you, Rob? 47-year bona fide face-to-face contactee with many different uh, groups and mm-hmm. have a lot of information. It started in, when I was 17 years old in Laguna Beach, California with Dr. Fred Bell, a NASA scientist, physicist. His great-uncle invented the telephone. His father invented the automatic transmission, the alternator. And Fred worked for NASA, JPL, and Rockwell. And then went into the private sector and began his contacts after his studies with the Eastern Masters. And... Um, um, that's when I met him, and um, the story is on my website. I've done lots of talks about that. So um, I was going out of body with the Pleiadians uh, from 17 to probably 20, uh, 29 or 30. Right. Going on there with Semyasi. Crazy. Hey, and his website is thepromisedrevealed.net. If you guys want to know what we're going to talk about today is Venus. And, you know, a lot's been talked about recently. Um, people keep waiting for the galactics to come and show themselves. You know, people are curious or asking questions. I'm so glad you said, let's talk about Venus because Venus is the planet of love. That's right. Now, there's a lot of misinformation. NASA never a straight answer, never tells you the truth. They're in a, a very definite cover-up, and uh, I'll, I'll give you a video of a guy. Uh, it was released uh, just recently, but it was two years ago. He recorded the information so he could quit, be discharged, and uh, 
re reveal the information with the Black Projects or G28, as he calls them, that you know there is life on Mars. There are moon bases on the backside, and these are the Venusians. Venusians are have the the purview of the moon. In fact, the woman I met is um, uh, 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 the commander of the moon base there, and her name is Commander Laura Rain. She's a six-dimensional. Uh, she's been serving the Earth for 300 years, and she spoke to Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson. She was involved in the liberation of uh, also in France, thus the, ring, the red berets that they wore. Right. On their official uh, meetings and so on. So Do you know? Yeah, and I don't mean to interrupt you there, but do you know what she said to Thomas Jefferson? And, you know, I'm curious, you know, what did she tell these guys? So, well, she told me, I have a lot of written and recorded messages from them um, where they answer my questions. And so I, I'm working on a book that's going to release all that. Cool. Um, they, uh, <laughs> plus that my, the apperceptions and views of all the, the things. But I asked her, I said, you know, like Thomas Jefferson would be out for a horse ride. Da, da, da. He'd come in home into his locked um, uh, study right. uh, and he would she'd be sitting in there with some paper she had met him several times and oh, wow. in France as well she was one of the left sewers or the nine muses to the French Masonic Lodge okay. I make this clear the Masonic Lodge was basically a positive group uh, trying yeah. to bring about the knowledge of science and reason and was uh, a lot of information was working directly with the uh, mystical orders of the of the galactics to maintain this. But of course, it became infiltrated, and most of the masons now don't have a clue. But at the very highest levels, there are some heavy-duty criminals in there, and they use that uh, cover to um, you know initiate them into the rituals and stuff. It's not about all the rituals and the this and the that. Right. It's about the no uh, balancing of science and knowledge. And um, so I asked her, I said, uh, she goes, I said, you know, in the committees of correspondence, I asked her about Thomas Jefferson. His yeah. He was like James Monroe and the French, completely against any royalty. Okay. So, um, and when he was in and Monroe was in, he said they, they had those policy. Andrew uh, Jackson and some others were wanting to have ties to the Central Bank of England and uh, mm. bring their administrations there. But the okay. Freemasons were a good thing. People talk about, oh, there's a there's a pentagon of, and, and the thing. Yeah, that's actually describes the transit of Venus with the White House looking out at Venus where it appears in the sky during several transits. Okay, gotcha. so stands for wiseness from the spiritual viewpoint down. Of course, the, the bad guys take these symbols, these words and ideas and ausficate them and use them for nefarious purposes in mind control and programming right. so that system is dead now a lot of a lot of things are moving on galactically behind the scenes good. good removing these 800 pound gorillas of extraterrestrials they're called the fallen ones and they were cast down into the earth mm -hmm. they have been forced to stay here and they are um, aligned against humanity and god's plan mm -hmm. for us many of them have been Remove these covenants and contracts have ended, and um, that's you know, nice. <laughs> good stuff. 
Yeah. Well, I feel positive. I've always felt positive about what's going on, um, you know, with humanity. And I, I do know that God wins. So it's, um, but I think there's a lot of us who are just looking forward, like yourself, I think, and me too, are just looking forward to seeing these guys and working with the good, the good galactics. Cause you know, like in everything, there's good humans, there's bad humans, there's good galactics, there's bad galactics. Talk about some of this. I mean, and these guys taught our were here. And let me let me kind of put this together. I mean, she actually came down and met with Jefferson to help bring more love. She met she met with Eisenhower on the tarmac. And what did Eisenhower do? Do we know? He's a good guy. She was they they landed and talked to all the the world powers and said, You got to stop this nuclear uh, mm-hmm. weapon. Uh, that's when they really got involved here was the advent of nuclear weapons. And right. so, you know, they've been monitoring this. So this was a, the primary thing. We became dangerous. We got the we got the TNT and we got the match and the lighter. And you know, pretty soon, uh, of course, we had to use it. That was allowed to take place so we could learn the process. They have constantly been counteracting our, our nuclear accidents with what are called green fireballs. They constantly are involved in that. So there's a, we would have been destroyed a lot if it many times over if it wasn't for their interference and their in the plans of what they call the interlopers. Okay. A group of beings that have been uh, uh, actually from Orion, many of them are good and positive. In fact, they're uh, responsible for the current iteration of the, of the human uh, genome. But another group that went into the AI and the negative stuff went into that. So they're very concerned about the transhumanist agenda. And of course, uh, you know, yes. Mechanizations of these lowly earth minions who think they're the super race and that they, they you know, do all these evil deeds. They're going to be rewarded to be the kings of the world. But those plans are running out on them. The galactics have actually taken out the negative ones. Every time they try to open a portal, more humans are warned. And then if they continue, they are vaporized. In wow. Bible, it's called the lake of fire. Their technologies of Elon Musk, of Bill Gates, they keep trying to fire up these supercomputers, the graphene that they're spraying in the air. Yeah. And the vaccines and all that stuff they give to you is a, a very uh, negative. But we have to choose our way forward. They are taking care of the bad guys. Pretty soon it's just going to be a bunch of half human, uh, you know, hybrids that want to control the world. And they're very small and few. And we'll ignore them and build something better. Right. Maybe some other events coming in the near future that will shift the entire the entire uh, understanding. Yeah, they're not going to let us go down. We've got about three minutes to break, but I want to rewind a little bit and go back to something you said. And I just have, I'm just curious. And I think the audience is too. Why did they let Hiroshima happen? Because they wanted us to what? You got to, they can't interfere. There's free will. Humanity has come here for a purpose. There's a lot of beings here who, this is a very populated planet. Right. We have, we have uh, the flowers growing up alongside the weeds or the vegetables or the wheat, the chaff. This is literally a genetic nursery. The higher dimensionals were seeking to develop a higher consciousness being in the physical dimensions that could transpose angelic functions in the flesh. Mm -hmm. So many different races, uh, namely the Syrians, and they they were they do have reptilian aspects to them. Mm -hmm. They uh, were taking uh, certain elements of advanced uh, um, apes, kind of like stem from the Lemurian line about 437,000 years ago and began to, when their ship came here, to to um, augment their consciousness and 
they became very involved over this last 400, uh, approximately 1,000 years in developing the human race. And many other races came here. There's a lot of contacts going on. Now, there's other races way before that on the earth as well. Mm-hmm. It's basically tilled under and, and then something new and something new and something new. So uh, humanity doesn't know the truth, but the Akashic records, when revealed, will reveal this. And my friend oh. Venus um, actually viewed those and uh, some other things. He was actually given the breastplate that Aaron had and uh, the Urim and Thummim, the CM stones and some glasses. He was able to look into the past and see. Interpret the, the gospel of Thomas. Yeah. Of Mary Magdalene, Jesus's wife. Yeah. Uh, the youth gospel of Jesus. So there's a lot of amazing good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. Hey, we've got more good stuff coming up. You guys, um, we are on Healing Within TV. We're on High Road to Humanity right now, but you can listen to my podcast and that is on Apple and it's also on Spotify. You'll find me also on Togginet Radio and on iHeartRadio. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity and we are here with Rob Potter. We'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Hold your head high, the world is coming. Watch the colors lift your soul. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and I have some very exciting news to share with you. High Road to Humanity can now be found on Apple TV and Roku. I've signed on with Healing Within TV, and this is where you'll find my channel, High Road to Humanity. This platform offers live interaction, so you'll be able to ask questions and call in when we go live. I just want to thank everyone for supporting the show all these years, and I will see you on the high road. God bless. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm back here with Rob Potter. And, you know, one thing we want to talk about real quick, and I'm going to have Rob... um, talk a little bit about his conference in Mount Shasta. It's coming up this summer. It's coming up July 7th through the 11th, 2022. Rob, talk about this. What's going to happen? Well, um, since, um, you know, I've been, uh, this is kind of my calling. I, I'm a connector of different extraterrestrials and, and contactees, and I, I know how to discern truth and who's real and who's not. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different apperceptions in the community. We have a lot of researchers, but the face-to-face contactees are good. I asked the Venusians about the differences of different beings. They said, look, each confederation has an agenda for the Earth. Each right. planet has an agenda for the Earth. What they thinking. And then each individual represent, who makes a contact has an agenda. Mm-hmm. Then you have the apperceptions of the human. Oh my God, talk about programs and misinformation and interpreting and making ideas. There's a lot of really good positive uh, contactees. And then depending on their apperceptions, for instance, the Pleiadians are very scientific, very materialistic. Mm-hmm. So my idea is to give the information out and let people discern. Um, I have a, I'm a pretty good scout. I know who's 
going on. There's some really wonderful people coming, and this will be my ninth conference. And um, who's coming? Who's going to be at the conference, Rob? Okay, I'm going to share it with you right now. Let you look, and we'll take a quick little. Okay, little I'm excited. Yeah, it's a little bit of a. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a. Um, what do you what do you call it? Uh, this is the website here. So promo. It's a promo. <laughs> so this is the first banner that that's my blog. This is the first banner. Just click on it here. Okay. We're out of four day tickets. Uh, I have it in uh, two different locations and three different rooms over four days. Okay. So all the information about the conference here. Okay. Workshops, uh, titles, descriptions. We have sky watches. We have a guy who went inside the mountain. Uh, vendors are almost full. Uh, we have some vendors and uh, there are a few volunteer ticket trades. I'm not sure how many are left now. But okay. You can click here to see your tickets and all the information. Where And people go, where do I stay? Come on now, folks. Take a look. you got uh, all the locations, the addresses. Where do you stay? Oh, everything's on there for them. Okay. Well, who's speaking? You're, are you going to speak? Of course I'm going to speak. Okay. <laughs> it's my deal. <laughs> You're so a funny. Lot of time, a lot of times they... Uh, you know, people don't, you know, invite me. They, they, they don't, they're uncomfortable with the guy who claims to have recorded messages. <laughs> so I get to, I get to put myself in the primetime spots. I got Alex Collier, Laura Eisenhower, nice. and Dave Wallace, who's the contact of the planet Brokaw Lee. Okay. Uh, which is a moon that was moved uh, near the Pluto star in Aldebaran. All right. Can, they were trying right. to influence and the Nazis misused it. Yeah. And then, of course, we have uh, Vivian Chavez. And Lowell Johnson, who went inside the earth. And of course, my dear friend, Dr. Raymond Keller. Raymond Keller. I love Raymond Keller. He's been on the show. He's so knowledgeable and he's so interesting. And what a nice person. Oh, he's yeah, just he's, a nice person. Oh, my God. He, he's an adept. So uh, I'll share with you something real quick. Let me. Uh, okay. Here. I'm going okay. to show you Raymond Keller's advanced technology given by the Venusians. I don't share this that much. But I think since yours is a, a private little thing, I'm going to go ahead and share this. Oh, thanks, what, Rob. What this, what this is is a uh, um, a video of him. Uh, he's given a security device because uh, when he had this technology that he was able to look into the past mm -hmm. uh, and other things for him, he has a technology that allows him to uh, uh, become invisible. The Venetians have this as part of their security. Many of them at the higher levels can literally just dis dematerialize and just dematerialize. Oh my god! down like Valiant Thor, and of course the uh, who we would know as the Queen of Venus. Now I said they're not into royalty, but the Queen is chosen because they're based on the the uh, society of the bees. So, oh, yeah, because the bee was a native population originally. The um, the Venusians were from uh, planet Norcon in the Tau Ceti system. Okay. And they came here with a bunch of spaceships and um, they populated the solar system 25 million years ago. Of course, there are many other different races that come here and have uh, are populating the planets. And also, an interesting thing, we have 60 planets in our solar system. We only see 12. Those are the physical plane. So there's layers upon layers of these dimensions. The government knows about this. They can't really look into this, the higher dimensions because of our level of development. Okay. Their intentions. Why do they hide everything you think from us? Control is it all control? It's about power. They're actually yeah. run by the fallen beings, the fallen angels. Mm -hmm. uh, we call them the interlopers or intruders. There are many different races involved with this. Some the aliens, some right. the, the, a third of heaven fell 
when the being was against the 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 new plan of the multidimensional universe to uh, shift things up for evolution and ascension. So everyone talks about ascension, but what what is it really? And I you know I can I can show the uh, yeah talk about that Rob because that's really interesting. Um, because we know that the angels fell and we know that, you know, somebody said something to me. I thought was really interesting. I wanted to see what you thought. You know, when they fell, that energy, some of their decent energy actually got onto, they say, some of the people who were here. What do you think? What happened was, is in the evolution uh, from the Syrian uh, evolution of the primates, along with many different races coming here to uh, create a nursery to develop a higher consciousness that the beings from the higher dimensions can come down and experience. Mm-hmm. So they, they, this is the, where the rubber meets the road. This is okay. the vanguard of spirit. So there's lower dimensions. And um, so these beings, you can go up if your consciousness is augmented or if they like put you in a bubble or can do that. Uh, but uh, them coming down is easier than us going up. So we have what's called a veil entropy of the of the physical plane okay. so there's a lot of information uh coming out now now their chips are here and in their program contacts that we have that take place they um um have um uh, various things so i'm going to share with you uh real quickly the beat the meet the venusians uh okay sure and let's go over the ascension so oh cool they do have some prayers they're very close to christ christ was from venus the morning star uh, Christ was from Venus. He was from Venus. He's well, originally from Sunat Kumara. He became an ascended master along with his four brothers 25 million years ago. So he's been a very highly evolved being mm-hmm. in the, the kind of um, development of various worlds. Right. And so uh, this is, um, so he, here it is with Raymond and me and Raymond and uh, Commander Rain. She's wearing a red beret. Now they do have lives among us and people, one guy has discovered her life in on earth and believe me if they if they can uh travel faster than the speed of light they can certainly uh create a false identity mm-hmm. so, uh, so these are his books he's got eight now these women here um and i should probably just do um let me just make it a little bigger so you can see so um, so this is uh okay the one on the left is lady Columba, the le- lady aura reigns is from india and uh through their service to earth, they were taken to Venus and became part of what is called the angel force of translated beings. They take mm-hmm. the DNA and they uploaded. This is the current queen of Venus. She was born on earth in 1585, mm-hmm. visited by the accidental apostle known as Lord Dismas, um, who died with Christ on the cross. And um, he visited her when she was fleeing the servitude in the Catholic nunnery. Oh, wow. After some time, she realized she was an agent. And then in 1830, he appeared to her again as a Russian fur trapper. He goes, you know, you should go to Venus has a lot of stuff up there. And she didn't recognize him. Then 200, you know, uh, well, 1830. So 245 years since uh, she'd been alive. She was wondering, why am I staying alive? She had to leave. People were freaking out. How crazy, right? And 1830, she came up to Mount Shasta. There was the guy she met down. And uh, I think it was in uh, Solano, what we call Solano now. Yeah. Uh, was this being, and she got four pack news immediately went up, and there was that same guy, and he took her through the portal here on Venus and went uh, on Mount Shasta, and she went to Venus and became a dual citizen. I love it. And then in 1952, she told George Adamski, Tell them I'm a man, 
because it was felt that her society could not handle a woman in a position of authority. The Venusians are based like the bees on a, a female hierarchy. Right. Which says a lot because, you know, it shows that we've lost the female aspect here. Are we froze again? Is now shifted from the masculine to the feminine. That's Okay, I, I lost you there for a second, Rob, and I don't know why or we have a, a, a kind of funky connection. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Say that again about the female and the masculine. So the planet, uh, you know, they're one, really, because God is the knower, the knowing, and the known, okay? Mm -hmm. and you have is, was, and always will be. Beyond right. all named form, yet imminent with an all named form. And the moment that the infinite mind had a thought, it created the masculine and feminine, two, you know, circles spiraling and meeting each other. And the moment they separated, you had the Christ or the sun. Okay. Mm -hmm. and then, um, so that creates a dharmic relationship or the Trinity. So the moment that creation began, we have a Trinity. And like in the Bible, it says God created the heavens and the earth. No, the actual translation, he reorganized the earth. He didn't. You know, the earth has been created long, 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 billions and billions of years ago. So okay. our understanding will become clearer as we get the Akashic records. And the reason the government hit us is because we don't want to know. This is uh, 1954. This is a picture of her with uh, uh, Furkan from Saturn and Ramu from Mars. Oh, my gosh. And appearing at Georgia Damstein's talk. They come to my talks, too. I can't tell people who they are. when they're Who they are, but they're there. Hey, we're going to break. Um, we've got to go to commercial break because we're on the podcast. Don't leave them up there. We'll just continue on when we come back. Uh, I'm here today with Rob Potter, you guys. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Help me, TogiNet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, 
Hi, this is Nancy Earle. This is Hybrid to Humanity. I'm back here with Rob Potter. We're talking about Venus. And he is showing us some pictures that he has accumulated over the years. And continue on and tell us um, who you're talking about, Cosmic Ray and Lady Orta here at Chula Vista, California. What is this about? Well, this is, uh, he met her through the same guy that uh, I uh, met in Yucca Valley, a famous contact named Gabriel Green. And Gabe called me up one day and said, send the Master Laren sending you a teacher. And I ended up uh, meeting um, a person that showed me a lot about metaphysical things about the grays and the different things and all that stuff at a very early age. Now, here's a picture of Lady Orton and Raymond in 1972. Here's a picture of them in 2013. And you saw back here, she doesn't age. No, she doesn't. Not at all. <laughs> Do they not age on Venus? They, they have a technology called the Vril, which the Nazis tried to use. Oh, here, here's a picture. Of, here's the one I was going to show you. I don't normally show this. Okay. So, so what happened here is Raymond was given this device, and I'll let me show it back to you real quick here. Okay. Um, so you'll notice the queen is holding something in her hand here, and she's yeah. something here, actually. It's called a Nimbus. This is a security device. And these people had to flee the meeting because they thought they were from Venus. They were reading their minds. and. Uh, people were getting kind of like they wanted to hunt them down and were chasing them. And out oh. in the eucalyptus grove that they ran into, bees chased the people back. It was awesome. So here is Raymond Keller. Uh, when he went to Venus, he sat in one of these. It's called the time probe or, or Nimbus. Uh -huh. This image is taken from Supergirl by Otto Binder. The people that took this picture at the first giant rock convention, some people are going to have to follow this by listening again. But when they landed, they were coming in and the ship broke up because oh, no. of the radiation experiments in 1954. The tachyon drive caused the ship to break up. It was a mistake by the queen. She told Raymond to go lower and he went lower because he was piloting it. And um, it started to break up. She said, take out your Nimbus. So he's holding his Nimbus and she's holding hers. And she grabbed his hand and she floated. They landed like Superman. Oh, my God. The people that took the picture, she said, don't tell... Don't give this picture telling one for five years. Well, it didn't last very long. People had were already figured out who she was uh, while she was there. But yeah. Autobot created Supergirl. This is her a transportation device that she used, and like the one that crashed here in 1954. So I'm going to show you uh, Raymond Keller using this Nimbus on high-level security. They, um, I think they take. They might have taken it away from him for. He used it, and uh, they said it's not a curiosity. So he likes to pick up a, a wrinkle in time. He did this for some girls at a camp as well to, to demonstrate this device. He told the guy, he says, uh, you have a laser. He had a laser thing, and he said, turn it on. You're going to notice a buffer behind me. Now, Raymond did not transport in this particular instance, but what he did was he, he disappeared, and um, he's still standing there, but he basically disappeared. Now, he's a high-level adept um, and um, uh, a very kind, gentle, and spiritual man. He really is. So Look at the colors. Look at all the colors. That's a laser beam the guy's doing. You notice the space between it. Oh, there you go. That's a, real, that's, a, that's a real image. So here's a ship crashing in 1954. But this was not in our timeline until 2013. Because Raymond, the queen, took him to to witness the ascension of the then queen of Venus. By the way, the Mayan calendar is based on the Venusian calendar. Venus oh, that makes sense, Rob. 
Venus rotates the other way and it takes 119 days of darkness and 119 days of night. But they have uh, all kinds of life up there. So. Interesting. Interesting. So, okay. here, here's a message from the right Okay, we got to turn the 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 sound off of it. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Now, what is this Valentine's message from Lady Orda? Can you hear it? The one commonly known most the cosmic ray, Doctor Raymond. Can you hear it? Yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go back. Go back. Okay, well, you weren't telling me if you heard it, so I didn't want to waste time there. Oh, no, go for it. Go back, go back, go back. Okay. I want to hear it. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll cut that part out. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me get that up. Now, so what he's doing, you guys, just so you know, if you're listening to me on the podcast, he is on his computer, and he's got a message. And let me preference this. This is... If you can hear it. Yeah, let me get uh yeah, let me go back here. This is a Valentine's Day message from Lady Orda. Yeah, let me uh you know what I think I got a better let me uh escape this here. Is there a better one? Yeah, I got it might be easier if I just pull it up from my uh Okay. My, uh, thing here. And then how do these messages who did this this message was for who? Raymond? Uh this message was given to the world and I said you know, there are some other contactees that were able to ask questions. So he told me about a book and I gave a book of Venetian, gave him a book that's out of print and said, this is for your friend. Okay. And then uh, he gave it to me and I said, well, can I ask questions? So thus began my dialogue with him and they answer a lot of my uh, questions and recordings. Wonderful. So they, they have a lot. They actually give a, a video message from the Venetians. And um, I'm going to see if Lady Columba can possibly... Uh, yeah, that would be wonderful. Um, to keep a little heat off the um, other uh, lady who has more of a, a, a life a lifetime here. So uh, she's got, um, this is a Valentine's message here. Let me uh, kind of figure out, maybe I need to do this, the settings in Zoom here to check my audio no you had it i just I, it wasn't very loud in the beginning but then all of a sudden i could hear it oh okay so let's do that go back and try yeah i think the audience would love to hear those or actually i would too i don't know i hope it's okay to go over i hate to waste time on this but. oh you're fine we're at six minutes so go ahead the solar hierarchy of lights of your sister planet is abihar extends joyous greetings to the inhabitants of the earth. This is Queen Order of Abihar speaking to you on a recorded message delivered to our emissary, the incarnation of Publius Virginius Marum, the one commonly known amongst you as the Cosmic Ray, Dr. Raymond Keller, the author of the Venus Rising trilogy of books on Sunday, 10 February 2018. You should be receiving this message on the night of Valentine's Day, Wednesday, 14 February 2018, over Rain's Radio. Our love and thanks are also extended to our cosmic brothers, Jack Ramsey, Frank Chile, and all the other brothers and sisters working diligently behind the scenes at Rain's Radio, bringing to the public's attention the truth that is out there, the truth about intelligent life forms feeling immensity of space in their visitations to Earth in the Ventus, 
beam sheets, swabs, merkabas, and other ferrous star vessels that your military and political authorities have erroneously referred to as unidentified flying objects. The planet Abihar, or Venus as you know it, represents the highest manifestation of love and peace in the solar system. Wow. Our ancestors from the remote past recognized our world as the celestial sign for the goddess of love and beauty, as well as the herald of peace and understanding. On this night of St. Valentine, it is duly recognized by the solar hierarchy of lights and placed on Abihar that a message of love and peace is exactly what your world's perplexed inhabitants require this time wow. for the purposes of securing their own mutual development and bringing about the long-prophesied Aquarian Age of Enlightenment and Universal Understanding. It saddens that your governments and religions so burdening you with endless laws and ordinances completely following <laughs> the sound advice of the master teacher Jesus the Christ, sent among you two millennia ago, who taught the simple principle of unfailing kindness and love for the infinite creator as expressed and manifested through love for your own divine essence in the embodiment of the celestial spark that indwells and permeates all of your neighbors. Remember, that the angels of the celestial worlds, and particularly of Abihar and the other planets of our solar system, both seen and unseen, forever attend you. As the human being is well motivated by love, our advice is to continue to manifest kindness in good works, for you never know when you shall find yourself in our presence. Right. Your manifestations of love will garner you the price of life, both happy and eternal. This is how we shall build a new earth and in turn bid you entrance to the glories of Abihar and other orbs in the pyramid. We, along with our brothers Cosmic Rain and Frank Chilling, as well as our sisters Omnek Onek and Cheryl Lee, look forward to meeting you on the slopes of Mount Shasta on the 27th through 29th of July for the From Venus with Love World Conference. Our blessings are transmitted to you and yours on multidimensional planes for a happy Valentine's Day. Keep love in your heart every day so that each and every one becomes a special Valentine celebration. I regret that I cannot speak to you live at this time as I am conducting an important mission in the Saturnian system. This is the Queen, Order of Abihar. Wow, that was amazing. Okay. Uh -oh. Guys, um, that's the, uh, that's a. Uh, <laughs> what is that? That's a message from the, uh, um, from the uh, Andromedan. His name is Zell. That'll be revealed at the conference, and and uh, that information is coming out. So I'm gonna share. Oh some my gosh! Yeah, I've got some big stuff for you here. I, I drop bombs of amazing stuff that just explodes people's heads. It's you gonna know, be fun. It's gonna be fun. Bring you up to speed, folks. You better research on your. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, we got to go to commercial break. I, we have one more segment here today with Rob Potter. We just listened to a fabulous message from the Queen of Venus. And this is Nancy Earl. This is High Red to Humanity. And we'll be right back. 
Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the high road. Hi, this is Nancy. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm back here with Rob Potter. We are having a wonderful conversation about Venus. And this says the Venetian's commander, Valiant Thor, communication specialist, Tanya, vice commander, Don Thor, and Jill at Howard Menger's house. Talk about this. What is this here? Okay, so here, um, I'm going to see the guy on the left holding the paper is Valiant Thor. He's a six-dimensional or higher commander who uh, appeared on Venus one day. The guy on the left 
is Don Thor. I met him in 1982 in Yucca Valley at that, uh, when I was working with Gabriel Green, the same person that introduced Raymond to the then queen. He knew her as Dolores Perios. He suspected she was from there. Notice in her talk, she sounded like she's Spanish, right? Mm -hmm. well, she was lived in, in Spain and uh, she was part of the mission with the, the fathers coming coming here for many, many hundreds of years. So wow. she's kind of like Highlander. This woman I met at the Inner Circle meeting, uh, and I met uh, in 2007 in Las Vegas, Dr. Frank. No one else recognized her. I had a conversation with her. It's not the time to go in that. I met Valiant Thor in 2003 at a rainbow gathering. And um, I also um, uh, was visited by Babaji, at a, at a, uh, the, the deathless guru teacher to uh, Lahari Mahesa Sri Yukteswar and Paramahansa Yogananda. Well, how did it change your life by meeting these people? I mean, what did it what did it do? Well, I'm kind of dense, you know, but um, Babaji, I didn't recognize at the time it was later. I was thinking it was like 20 years later. I broke down in tears because like when when uh, Yogananda was there, he was looking around and there was Babaji washing his feet or something, washing a, a guy's feet. He regular. I'm looking for Babaji. And this, there was this uh, beggar uh, and, and he goes, no, I don't have time for you. And then all of a sudden, He's looking around. I'm looking for my master, and his master is down washing this guy's feet. So for me, it was uh, very. He showed me meditation. His eyes rolled back in his head, and then they rolled back again. He was taught me the science of Kriya Yoga, or the science of the still breath, which is very important into listening and connecting your mind to Almighty God, right? The Creator. Correct. So I learned from him. Uh, the Venusians basically, I went through a series of identification or ET 101 to understand their technology how they work, how they live and walk and talk amongst us. And uh, they didn't really admit who they're meeting. And then when I had the meetings, they said, yes, that was Don. Yes, that was Valiant Thor. They're accompanied by people. So I, I met, you know, I've seen them. I won't say I met, but they demonstrated for me who they were. I met Palladians in Canada. I was speaking there. And um, Palladians are very skinny, tall, blonde hair. Look like a kid, no peach fuzz, hardly any hair. I could see through their skin. It was like alabaster. It looked like blue, mm -hmm. blood, blue veins. It was, uh, and uh, him, I took up, he, he can't, I knew who he was. And I, I, we went up to my room after they, they made the electricity go out in one square block for my talk. So they said, <laughs> oh, we can't do the talk. Let's, let's um, go out to dinner. And James was there and I, he sat next to me and we went up to her, come up to my room for a minute. He came up, get in the room and I go, so where are you from? <laughs> that's great that's fantastic and he looks up in the sky he goes to the window pulls apart the curtain he looks up in the sky and he says let's say we're kindred spirits Aww. well the Venetians told me I have incarnated I'm from the Venus Etheria I've served many lifetimes on earth and uh, some of those I semi remember that doesn't make me any special folks many of you are we're all from right. Right. We're all infinite souls mm -hmm. in the gospel of Thomas Jesus says blessed is the uh, the soul that knows that he was a soul before he became human. Right. So it's important that we realize we're all a people. Right. And I want to say something you touched on real quick, and, and I think it's really important at this time uh, on our planet to talk about it, and that's connecting with God. And you can say divine, you can say source, you can say energy. Uh, I don't care, but 
You guys, we have to connect on a daily basis, whether you do it through meditation or through your exercise or through your painting or through, you know, whatever puts you in that meditative mode to where you're connecting with that higher frequency. Bring it in because it's what keeps us balanced Why all this craziness goes on in the world. It keeps us balanced. It keeps us healthy and it keeps us in the state of love, in the state of joy, doesn't it? Absolutely. Now, be kind to strangers, lest you entertain angels unaware. That's right. So, um, let me, um, I'm going to show you one thing here. I do have uh, one of the things with the Pleiadians. Uh, you see this device here? This is an Andromeda. I know, I saw that. I saw you had that on. What is that? And that that's an Andromeda holographic projector. Okay. And this is a nuclear receptor. The Pleiadians gave this design to Fred Bell in 1975. He went up on Christmas day at one in the morning and then i was down on christmas day and he goes oh my god you won't believe it i went up i was sitting in the ship and i laid in her arm and she gave me this design for this and this is 144 pyramids in a concentric spiral that's a filter we're the first one to create these there's all these different ones now but what's it do what's it do it acts as a battery it it keeps the dna through the science of electrical precursation it's a satellite disc tuned to the frequency of the replicating frequency of the DNA. So it's uh, it's quite a, a, a product there, but- Because know. our DNA has been, and, and I want to explain to the audience, our DNA has been compromised. And so we're working on the strands to try to get them to come back. Do you see that coming back? Uh, well, yeah, that's what there's a lot of happening is eventually there's supposed to be 12 strands. Right now, some people are manifesting a few, but uh, this is all taking place as the, the different there's rays that come from the galaxies that help formulate life. And in the development, they would put these huge motherships opposing certain star systems for periods of time. Mm -hmm. Many different races had colonies on the Earth, but this group worked with the humans. So they all had various things. And unfortunately, even they would go to wars and have problems. And we had some horrible things here, 100,000 and 15,000 in the course, the Atlantean debacle with a with an interspersion of the fallen beings coming down here. So a lot of history, and I'm going to be reading some of the direct messages from, from uh, Valiant Thor, who was very close to Christ. The man that I met that took the video that I that I have of the recorded messages of them answering 13 questions is uh, named Alon. He's a member of the Sharuna, or security force, in their native tongue of Abahar, which means planet of the bees. So he... Um, he um, was amazing uh, character, but he was born in 2400 BC as a Zoroastrian beekeeper under Darius the Great, 2600 BC. So he is 2400 years old. In the former translation, they can seal the telomeres. So they actually, when you leave here, George Adamski, George Van Tassel. So they sealed their telomeres so they didn't age. Right. But in the humans at age, what they do is they take your DNA. Yeah. They uh, take your memories the night before you you are going to die. You go to sleep and you wake up in a new body. Raymond <laughs> Keller, and I'm going to prophesize this now, folks. You think I'm full of baloney. But he will translate in 2015. And he promised me he will come back and visit me without glasses as this 18 to 19-year-old boy from Venus. When? Mark, mark that prophecy, folks. What year? What year? He's going to leave in 2025. Okay. 
That's what he says. He's, you know, we've got about four minutes left, and I want to talk a little bit more about Venus and their project. Um, they've been working with us for a long time. And I guess the question that everybody has is, when will we get to meet them? You have met them. Hebrews 13, too. Beware, unless you entertain uh, angels unaware. There, people who have come to my conference and met them. They just don't know it. So right. it's not about silver spaceships and spacesuits. This is about the gnosis and the living the life of love is taught by Christ. Guard your brother as a pupil of your eye. You are all brothers and sisters of a one living, loving God. Right. By, by doing unto others as you would have done unto you, right. you will garner both life, both happy and eternal. So this is the message. It doesn't change. Um, you know, when we talk about Christ, there's many avatars, many Christ beings that come age after age after age to right. many worlds as part of the world's evolutions to achieve in the material realms to achieve peace and harmony. Many worlds blow up their worlds sometimes two or three times uh, until the, the society can grasp it and go beyond the bigotry, the hate, and the judgment. Right. And so, um, you know, the Venusians have been, um, you know, they have a fifth dimensional world. Their, their society on the surface now is fourth dimensional. They have a sixth dimensional we have a sixth dimensional. It's deep inside the earth. Mm -hmm. So there's a dimensional thing in the earth. And you can read the Transylvania Sunrise series to understand about the Agartha Network. And on my um, uh, website, this book here, uh, which is uh, I'm going to be doing an article on, and it's going to be a post, and I'll put this actual book up. It's called Secret of the Andes. And it talks about what happened, the origin of the seven days, and the, the kind of the story of, of, the, of what happened back, back in the day there. And is that book, what is the name of the book? It's called uh, Golden Disc of the Sun. And that is available on your website? Yeah, if you become a member of the Inner Circle, you get this book and many other. But I am going to make this a post so people can know the truth mm -hmm. about uh, the, the benevolent efforts of our positive brothers and sisters, or what we call the interior government. When Atlantis is sick, there are tons of portals. You can transport to different places inside the Earth and to other uh, galaxies. The some of the Atlanteans were working with the higher dimensional beings. So there's so much knowledge that we don't know. See, not, you know, light, light is knowledge, knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. So uh, they keep the knowledge from us so that they can keep us ignorant and feeding on our life force. Right. But that's going to change. Yes. It's going away. They're, they're desperately trying to keep the narrative alive, but it's not happening. Uh, the, the people in the NASA and the space program and the military guys are, um, really wanted us to come out. I don't see, it's time they make some serious arrest for the public. Right. In 2025, there may be what's called a micronova. Uh, my friend from uh, contacting Andromeda said there may be an electromagnetic pulse that would take out all electricity. Imagine how that's going to change your life. Yeah. So and hopefully we'll change by then. You might not even be able to travel unless you have a bike. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's crazy. We'll see what's going to happen. We'll it's see what's going to happen. All right, you guys, um, I'm here today with Rob Potter. He has a fabulous event. It's in Mount Shasta this summer. You're going to definitely want to check it out. You can go to his website. His website is thepromiserevealed.net. Thepromiserevealed.net, yeah. <laughs> go to the shop, click okay. on tickets, and uh, it'll take you. It's going to learn more and see everything, where to stay and everything. It's fantastic. We sold out a four-day. 
we only have one venue and then uh, we have other rooms with plenty of tickets, three day, two day, one day tickets. So that's fantastic. It's July 7th through the 11th, you guys. And Rob, before we get out of here, I just want to thank you for coming on and taking time for me and for the audience today to, you know, share a lot of this information with us. It's my pleasure. I hope you can come next year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, you guys, this is Nancy Yerop. This is High Road to Humanity. Everybody take care. We'll see you next time and God bless. Please join me next week on the High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on Apple TV and on Roku under Healing Within TV. Have a blessed week and know by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination. For a psychic empath reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, to book your date and time with me. I will deliver your message from the angels. God bless.